Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hey, sister friend. Welcome back to episode 30 where we are talking about breakthrough. Where do you need breakthrough in your life? Is it in your business? Is it in your marriage? Is it in your identity? Is it in your finances? Well, I don't know, but I know that breakthrough is something that the Lord has blessed me with an a, with an opportunity to be able to hold space for women and and do what I refer to as bloom room sessions. And what's so amazing about that is in these bloom room sessions you know we definitely talk about business and we talk about whatever the person wants to talk about but we talk about where they are are hitting the ceiling where where are they hitting a roadblock or what is happening that's preventing them from living in in the fullness of god and so in these bloom room sessions a lot of the times they are a breakthrough whether that's vision, strategy, you know, clarity, there no matter to get all of those things, there has to be breakthrough. And I absolutely love doing this with women. Um, I always tell my clients that prepare yourself. You know, bring a tissue, and they usually their first call they cry and they say, "I'm so sorry, I didn't think I was going to get emotional." And I'm, I always tell them, "Don't please don't ever apologize for crying." You know, sometimes our tears are the words that our hearts don't know how, what to say. And crazy enough, I myself am going through a a breakthrough season and it's I I feel like I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for the Lord to reveal to me what is coming and what is next and that requires breakthrough but the reality is is that breakthrough to get to that next level to get to that next answer to get to that next thing breakthrough requires breaking And I think so often when we want to get to that next thing or we want clarity or we want an answer or we want to get to the next level in whatever area of our life, we we want that so bad that we forget that there's a process to get there. And that breakthrough, it's it's not a a beautiful process as far as it doesn't look pretty because breaking doesn't always look pretty. And so what I find in these bloom room sessions, these these breakthrough sessions, is oftentimes they require us to be open to hearing what God wants to tell us rather than what we want to hear. And oftentimes I find, especially in the entrepreneur space, that oftentimes for God to take us to that next level, we have to die to self and we have to get rid of our own desires and, and be open to hearing God's desires for us. 
Now, that doesn't mean that we can't dream and that we can't think, you know, big. And, and, and really, I encourage you, dream with God. But there's a difference between dreaming and dreaming on your own and, and making your own goals and dreaming with the Lord. And I've learned over time that it's, it's, a, it's a learned behavior, I think, to, to learn how to dream with the Lord. Whether the communication is poor or, you know, the, there's fear in that, not being open and honest. And you're, God is your father. He is your heavenly father and he loves you. And just like a father should set boundaries for their child, our heavenly father sets boundaries for us. And when we're out of those boundaries and we're in danger, there's usually a consequence for that. And so oftentimes the, the, you know, the breakthrough that we want requires breaking. And, you know, have you ever punished your child and you don't really want to, but you know that, that there has to be a consequence for their action. Otherwise, they're going to continue to be destructive and, and do the wrong thing. Well, God's just like that. So I don't know where you are in your life right now, but if you are, are desiring breakthrough, you feel like you're kind of on that, on the edge of your seat, on the brink of something that God is about to do something, you're probably wrestling right now. You're probably in a struggle because you know that something is coming and it's, in, and it's good, but you're on the other side of it. And I think of so many analogies that I can think of, but and I'm going to give these to you because I think it's so good to visually, especially when you're in the mess, when you're in that feeling of, oh, this doesn't feel good. This does not feel good. But it's for good. That breaking requires, or breakthrough requires breaking, I think of a seed. That if we plant the seed in the ground, and this goes perfectly with Garden of Favor, right? And I just I wrapped up Course Garden of Favor framework, and, and, and there was so much breaking that had to happen in order for my clients to see breakthrough. And so I think of a seed, and when you plant it, that it has to break open before it can actually grow, and it can actually do anything. And if it's not broken open, well, then it won't grow. You know, I'm a mom of three. I have had two natural births, one with an epidural, and I had one of those three natural, supernatural. If you if you have ever read the book Supernatural Birth and prayed those affirmations, I, I'm telling you, it is possible to have a supernatural pain-free birth. I had one. Maybe that's for another episode. But talking about labor, if you have ever birthed a child, whether it's medicated, non-medicated, or, or a C-section, something has to happen before that baby comes out, before the life comes out. Whether that is the, I've never had a C-section, I have many friends who have, and, and I've heard it is way worse than, than a natural birth and the healing process and all of that, but you have to be cut open. There has to be a breaking and whether that's you know in labor, whether it's natural or drug induced, there is the 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 transition phase. It's the most intense. And speaking from not my supernatural but natural birth, it was the most painful. Um, it was the most, but that was right before I got to hold my baby in my arms. I could cry just thinking about it. Some of you are on the verge of a breakthrough and you feel like you're being punished. 
And I want you to know that you are not being punished. You are being prepared. You are being prepared for the promise. But breakthrough requires breaking. You're in the transition phase. You're about, God is about ready to birth something and to give you something. And it's painful and you're frustrated and you're maybe a bit annoyed and you're scared and you're sad and you're fill in the blank. You're probably not smiling, you know, that's probably the last thing. Although I'm telling you my supernatural birth, I I don't know, I don't even think it goes with this podcast, but I feel like moms need to know that it's possible. Um, I literally was laughing in between pushing my son. Um, Again, my husband would have to maybe join me for that episode because it literally was a, it's one for a movie. I, I literally, after I had him, I said, I looked at him and I said, what just happened? What just happened? Um, But anyways, you are on the verge of breakthrough and you're resisting it because it's not comfortable. But I promise you, the Lord is doing a work. He is doing something good, even through the pain. Keep pushing for the promise. I want to read you a couple of scriptures that I think, um, you know, go with this. But uh, John 8, 31 to 32 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Now, what I find is, is in, in these bloom room breakthrough sessions, a lot of it is the Lord convicting our hearts of things that we have been believing that are lies. The things that we have been doing that are not, not good. And I, in my personal life, I recently hired a, I, I don't even technically know what she calls herself. Like, a, I think more of like a spiritual coach, a spiritual breakthrough coach. And I have felt on this, this, on this brink of breakthrough myself and I thought I need someone to talk to and I don't know about you but if you've been in a leadership role for a while and you have a lot of people who you mentor or who you you know all the things it starts to get limited of who you can talk to and not because you can't talk to people but because there's almost this pressure that as a leader you have to have it all figured out or you should have it all figured out but I want to encourage you if you are a leader of any kind if you own a business if you're a mother if you are any any kind a leader of any kind and truly if you're a wife you 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 are a leader as well I mean you have to lead your home in some capacity it doesn't mean you are you are wearing the pants for your hubby I'm not saying that that there's not you know a hierarchy there um but I would say I always say in my home that I feel like George lets me wear the pants you know to to allow me to think that I that I'm in control my husband is so easygoing but when push comes to shove if we if we don't agree on some things I do know that I have to I have to honor what he what he asks and that I also know that he answers to the Lord for whatever that is literally we hardly ever we hardly ever even argue um but there's that so I just feel like I need to throw that in there but all that to say that you know when you are convicted of things it allows the Lord to remove the weeds and the lies and the the whatever is taking space in your garden to then plant what he wants to plant 
so that you do have the breakthrough and that then you get to see the fruit on the other side of it. And so I recently hired a spiritual breakthrough coach and I can't even begin to tell you what the Lord is doing in these sessions for me. Like things that I didn't even know were a problem are coming to the surface. I mean, these are these are the kind of sessions that you have to want to have and you have to be open to letting the Lord do whatever he wants to do, giving him permission. But, you know, when the Lord convicts us, he will never convict us unless he is ready to walk us through the healing of it. And so I think it's really important as Christians for us to share uh, our, well, I know that it's biblical in James 5, 16 says that we are supposed to confess our sins to each other. It says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And, you know, I've been asking the Lord, I feel like, you know, in the first 20 whatever episodes, the Lord just was flowing content to me in in different ways and, and everything really was very easy. Um, and then I, uh, I got to a, and I still feel like I have a bazillion topics that I could talk about, but I feel the Lord has recently put on my heart to start sharing some of the things that he is convicting me of. And from a place of, hey, sister, if you're struggling with this too, or hey, if you've been thinking this way too, maybe let the Lord work on your heart. So I'm going to start a little mini series and I'm only going to do them like as the Lord prompts me to, but I'm going to start sharing with you some of the things that the Lord has convicted me of over the years and is continuing to, um, in, in, in whatever way to convict me of so that I can one, do what James 5, 16 says to confess my sins to, to you. Uh, so that one, you know that, listen, I am no better than you just because I have a podcast or I have a lot of women say, man, I, I, I want what you have. Like I want, I want to have that intimacy with the Lord and I want that for you too. And so I think sometimes we put people on platforms and we can categorize people in how much spirit, how spiritual they are. And so one, I think it's important for us to hear other people's shortcomings so that we can hear the healing and we can hear the hope and we can hear the breakthrough that the Lord brings. But usually it's messy and usually it doesn't, um, it doesn't always come across as that beautiful picture on the other end. Like, yes, I'm successful and I have a beautiful marriage and I have beautiful kids and I'm healthy and, you know, I have a six pack, which I definitely don't. I just did my first workout in a really long time this morning and I know I'm going to be really sore tomorrow. But, um, you know, I think it's important for us to share the struggles, especially as believers. You know, especially in, I think a lot of the reason why some people are turned off by Christianity, which by the way, let me just say that I think the term Christian is a very loose term. I hear people say that they're a Christian and I could ask some questions to like help them identify, like help them define what does that mean? And it's not my, my same definition of a Christian. And so I think it's such a loose term. I don't really love it, but I do think that that's what people identify with a lot. So all that to say, I think as Christians, a lot of the reason why people don't like it is because we can come across as self-righteous. We can come across as we are better than because we have come to knowing God and we know the truth and we know what's right. And, and speaking of that, it's going to be part of my Bloom Room Confessions um, series that I'm going to start doing just again when the Lord prompts me to. I really want to share with you what the Lord has, has showed me and what he has convicted me of. And one hopes that I can, A, share it so that if the Lord wants to work in your heart in that area, that he can do the work that he needs to do to bring you healing and to bring you uh, forgiveness. 
but also, you know, hold me accountable too. I think that's good. But again, I think it's so important for us to share that we're not perfect. Listen, I remember when I was little and I really thought my parents were perfect, right? Like my parents are the ones who made the rules. They were the ones that just, they held everything together for our family. Like I remember the first time I um, I have shared this story, um, before that my, my, I grew up in a family, we didn't swear. Um, and we never really heard swear words very much at all. And, you know, if I heard them at, at the store by somebody, I would like, <gasps> you know, immediately like, ah, um, so I didn't grow up in a home that my parents swore. And I remember the first time I heard my mother swear, we just got a puppy and, uh, you can imagine what word she used <laughs> and the puppy pooped in the house when she was at work and we didn't let the dog out. We didn't even know the puppy pooped right by the door. When she came home from work, she opened the door and it fanned the poop across her like brand new carpet. Wow. You can imagine what word she used. It wasn't poop, but she said, get in here and clean this stuff up right now. And I you know, obviously I knew we weren't responsible and we, you know, we didn't take care of the dog. Right. But I was devastated. I mean, I thought my mother was going straight to hell. Like I thought that was her ticket to hell because she swore. And I remember that was the first time that I feel like I realized my mom wasn't perfect because if she was perfect, well, then she would have never said that. And I love my mom. My mom is amazing. And um, so is my dad. They're such good people and they love the Lord so much. And, you know, we can laugh about that story right now um, because I can tell you I have not uh, always had the cleanest mouth. Uh, but um, I, I, you know, I just remember that feeling of, of disappointment and that like she, I thought she was perfect and she's not. And I think sometimes we can do that to people online, whether that's their life or their, their, their faith or whatever. It doesn't really anything. But when we, when we portray ourselves as perfect, we set ourselves up for a, a big disappointment. Mm -hmm. And again, that's not always, you know, it's not your fault what other people um, position you as or whatever platform people put you on. Listen, when I was in the network marketing profession, we used to have, you know, our annual conferences or whatever, our quarterly conferences and different things. And I, in one of my companies that I was with, they used to call us celebrities. They would call us celebrities and they would say, oh, you're my, you're my, you know, send a celebrity crush. And I'm like, oh gosh, like that's kind of weird. Um, and I would tell everyone who said that to me is, hey girl, Please don't put me on a platform because I poop just the way that you poop. We poop the same way, right? On a toilet, in a in a similar position, right? Like we poop the same way. And if that offends you, then I'm sorry. But and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. But it's true, like right? I mean, I've changed enough poopy diapers that that doesn't that does not offend me in any way. But I would tell the girls, I would say, oh, please don't put me on a platform, girl. I poop the same way you do. I think as we are able to put our poop, I guess that's like the word of this episode, right? Put our stuff out there for other people to, to know, hey, I struggle too. Hey, I'm still learning too. Hey, the Lord is still teaching me things that I need to do better. And so all that to say, I'm going to start a little, little mini series. I was going to call it Confessions of a Christian, but there's someone who has a podcast. Uh, it's I guess it's really popular. I haven't heard it, but I want to start. I want to take a listen. Um, it's called Confessions of a Crappy Christian. And I didn't want any, um, you know, trademark uh, things taken there. So I was like, okay, I'll just call them Bloom Room Confession Sessions. 
And they're really not going to be about actual bloom room sessions with clients of mine, but truly just what the Lord is walking me through in my own room when the Lord convicts me, or maybe it'll be from some of my coaching calls. I don't know. Those are pretty raw and, and new at the moment. Um, but I'm excited to start sharing with you some things that the Lord is convicting me of. Here's the deal. And here's another reason why I'm sharing this, because God is preparing his bride for Jesus's return. And in scripture, it tells us that he wants us spotless and blameless. And little sins in our minds, there is no difference to God, little and big. He wants us holy. He wants us pure. He wants us white as snow. And, And don't get me wrong. Jesus took care of that for us by dying on the cross for our sins. So we are blameless and pure, but we are supposed to confess our sins to the Lord and ask for forgiveness and not just say the words, but actually change our ways. Literally the confession is, is turning away from changing. And I think it's really important to share that with other people that, Hey, I'm struggling too. I have a podcast that talks about how to, how to do business God's way. And God is still teaching me how to do, do life and business better, doing it more holy. The Lord recently has challenged me. I think, you know, my banner that the Lord gave me, if you haven't done my um, Bloom Your Brand sessions, go back and do those. But I believe that we're all given a garden and we're given a banner in our, or a sign in our garden. It represents our life work. It represents what the Lord has called us to do and, and how he wants us to serve people. And I feel like as I walk through 2018 as my, you know, brutal year, right? It was my breakthrough year, but it required a lot of breaking. Wouldn't change that year for anything. Uh, in the middle, in the middle of it, I thought I was dying. I thought uh, physically, I really did think I was dying. Um, I had an autoimmune disease that I was bleeding and all the things, but um, and I thought I had cancer. And but no, like even on a spiritual level, like I thought I was, I was just broken. I was so misunderstood. I was so heartbroken. And anyways, all that to say, um, I don't know. I got off, got off on a tangent. Whoops. Anyways, um, now I'm like, I don't know what I was, all that to say, I don't know what I was going to say, but that it's important for us to share our struggles with each other. So out of that, I'm going to start the Bloom Room Confessions, and I will just share as the Lord uh, prompts me to share some things, and I pray that me talking about it opens the door for you to talk with the Lord about it, and and then if he convicts you of it, you know, my heart is not to offend you. Because if we are offended by things, then typically we build a fence around ourselves and we prevent ourselves from finding true healing. And the devil loves when we build a fence around ourselves because it isolates ourselves. It takes us away from other people. But my heart is that if the Holy Spirit wants to convict you of something in your life, that you are convicted of it. Because like I said in, in the scripture that said that if we confess our sins or if, if we hold on to what God says is true and we abide in his words and it's going to set us free isn't that part of breakthrough is to be set free and live free in god you know it says for the in hebrews 4 12 says for the word of god is living and active sharper than a two-edged sword piercing to the division of the soul and spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart if we're going to be pure and spotless and blameless before the lord when jesus returns well, then we, God wants to expose our hearts. And that's really what these uh, confessions are about is exposing our hearts 
so that then we change our ways and then that we become more. Oh, I think that's what I was getting at is the new banner. The new banner, the new sign that the Lord has given me in my garden is holy. That I really feel he's walking me personally through a season of and, and our lives are a transformation of going from sinner to to holy and to be more like God. And holy, a very simple definition because the first day he showed this to me, I about fell out of my chair and was like, I don't want to do it. That seems way too, uh, way too advanced for me. How, my, would, how would I ever teach other women how to be holy? And a friend of mine it really just broke it down and she said, you know, holy is simply set apart. And isn't that what we're supposed to be set apart from this world? Listen, the darker the world gets, the more bright, the brighter we're going to shine. But that also means the more different we are going to be. And so I do believe that God is preparing his bride for Jesus' return. So that when he comes, that he knows who we are and that we are prepared. We are spotless. We have a well-pressed dress, right? You got to think a bride would never want to get married if she had a big old stain on her dress. No. And God doesn't want to join his bride, which the church is the bride of Christ. Listen, all these analogies and stuff did not make sense to me when I was little. I was like, hey, marrying Jesus? Like, I just thought it was weird. And I used to think that being in love with Jesus seemed kind of weird because I was looking from an earthly perspective of like husband and wife and kissing and having babies and, you know, all that kind of a love. And and then I learned of, you know, agape love, which is the love of, of Jesus. And so... I share all these things too because, listen, I grew up in church. I've heard these things since I was itty bitty. But the Lord is unlearning me on some things and he is teaching me some new things. And I, my heart's desire is that I'm able to share through my own life and my own experiences some things that can help draw you closer to the Lord. Because the Lord does want to expose our hearts not to judge us and shame us and to make us feel guilty in, in a negative way, but to to help us and cleanse us so that we can be set free and that we can truly live the abundant life that God has for us. But in order to be able to live an abundant life and live a free life in Jesus, we have to go through the breakthrough. And the breakthrough requires breaking. So are you ready to do this with me? Are you ready to, to, to have some breaking? I told you that you might cry. You might cry in some of these episodes. The Lord is just rocking my world and my own personal life. And I pray that he rocks your world and your own personal life, not to condemn you or shame you or make you feel like you are horrible, but to show you that you need him and that he has so much more for you. But any sin in your life is going to separate you from God. And that is the last thing he wants is to be separated from his child. So, breakthrough requires breaking, and I'm ready to have some breakthrough with you. So, stay tuned. I'm going to do the first episode. I got a whole list of these things, too. Um, but I'm probably going to do the first episode for uh, the next episode, episode 31. So, stick around. Uh, hey, and if you think, oh my goodness, I'd love to have one of those Bloom Room breakthrough sessions with Heather, because maybe you don't, maybe, maybe, you know, there's a few things. I think some people feel like they don't know how to talk with the Lord. There's that, or maybe it's, and, and listen, I'm not a spiritual breakthrough coach, but I just know that anyone who is going to, in business, we need spiritual breakthrough. And it just ends up, that's, that's really what I do. Uh, in a, in a lot of ways, it is a form of, of that because God wants you to be free. 
And that's it's the idea around these, the blueprints that he has for you and the, the strategy that he has for you. It's kingdom strategy. It's going to look different, but there has to be breakthrough. You've got you've to be able to get rid of your own mindset and your own really earthly ways and, and, and open communication with the Lord to, to have him download with you what he, what he says. And so if you're desiring that for your business or, you know, in some capacity, I would absolutely love to hold space with you and strategize with you and and really get the breakthrough. Like, what is it that is blocking you from the blessings that God has for you? What is it that's blocking you from living free in your business and in your life for him? Then you can check out in the show notes. I'll leave my email and you can email me and I can send you my uh, coaching menu. But let's pray because I think this is going to be really good and I'm excited about it and I am, you know, really looking forward to the Lord and all the breakthrough that he has for his children in this new, this new era. All right, Father God, we thank you for the breakthrough. God, we thank you for breaking our earthly uh, and even sinful mindsets that, you know, the flesh that we live in, Father, thank you for purifying us and for walking us through the process that allows us to have the breaking in order to bloom and grow into all that you've created us to be. God, your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And God, while we struggle through the breakthrough session because it's not comfortable, it's not, uh, you know, that that season of breakthrough is, n- is not always pretty. But Father, we thank you for the blessings and the fruit that comes on the other side of it. Father, I am praying for the woman who is in the breakthrough season right now. God, that she's okay with sitting in it, that she's okay with the process. And instead of pushing through the process and trying to speed it up and prematurely get to the the other side, Lord, that she's able to sit in it with you and allow you to do whatever you want to do in order to bring her to the other side of it so that she gets the breakthrough and that she gets the blessings and and, and the promises that you have given her. So Father, help her to keep pushing, help her to keep going. And I just want to encourage her heart today that there are promises on the other side of the pain. There There are blessings on the other side of the breaking. God, we thank you for your goodness, for your kindness, for your mercy. We love you. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.